At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. Midi clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. Hello, we are the Salon Sleuths. My name is Melissa. And my name is Leslie. And we are two women from the Pacific Northwest. We are both curious about paranormals, spirit guides, ghosts, past lives. We are suspicious about true crime, disappearances, and strange phenomenons. We are open to learning about the supernatural and all things we don't understand. Together, we're opinionated with a splash of smartass. Join us to learn. And stay curious, stay suspicious, and stay open. Follow Salon Sleuths on all major podcast platforms. Well, hello, Salon Sleuth fans and Leslie. How are you? I say this as you have something in your mouth. I really should have waited. Bad hope. A little snag this morning or today, but that's fine. We're going to work through it. Well, Leslie's day, you guys, on Mondays is... She works from like 5 a.m. until 7 p.m. And right now it's 8 p.m. and we're recording. So she works all day long. And then added thing is today was a Suzanne Jockas day. I could not get away. I had um, a conflict for today. So she took the two hours off to record that and do that show. And then she forgot to record. So she's had an extra hard day. So we got to give. Well, lots of I recorded the end of it after okay. I got off the phone. So I, talk, I I do have us talking about it. And one of the girls that did call in, she did record it. So I do have that one. It's just the, um, what I asked and what my friend Danita asked is not on there, but um, we can talk about that. We did talk about it afterwards. Okay. So, but yeah. you guys, we haven't, you haven't heard us talk and we want to say big shout out. This is season three. We're starting a brand new year. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we're really excited about that. But we didn't see you in December because we had a few issues here. Um, did. Yeah. You want to talk about that, Leslie? Well, okay. I have lots of issues. What were your issues? <laughs> well, I don't know what mine were. Just overall craziness getting ready for Christmas, I think. You know, December's always really hard. I had um, something that I did want to talk to you about desperately in December, but I think between your schedule and my schedule, it didn't really work out. And then at the end of the month, Leslie's whole family got COVID. We did. Santa brought it. Yeah. (laughs) Well, so nice of him. We got our entire family. And then... 
um, our cousins that were visiting also went back to Florida with um, their Santa present. Their, their own um, set of COVID. I do want to tell you, though, <clears throat> we could have been exposed to different places. Okay. One of them, my husband went up to the mountain with a neighbor who then, you know, showed up as having COVID. Yeah. So they went in the car together, whatever. It doesn't really matter. But then um, did I tell you that while they were up at the mountain um, incubating all of their COVIDness, <laughs> um, we were here, the girls were here and we went to Benihana's. Did I tell you that whole story? Yes. And the people what that were with girl. us? Yes. Yeah. Okay. So I was thinking about this. Karma got them because they probably got it. The Benihana's family? What do you mean? Okay. So we all went to Benihana's. Okay. And because there was only seven of us, there was room at the table for two other people. Do okay. You know, do you know this part of the story I'm telling you? No. Oh, oh my God. You just told me that your daughter brought a friend and the daughter then yes. afterward, the friend was like, oh my God, you guys, I yeah. have it. And you were like, well, oh. no big deal. We have it anyways. Okay. So we might've actually got it that night because that was the 27th and we didn't really have any symptoms until like the 29th, 30th. Okay. So we probably, we could have gotten it from her, but that's not the point. doesn't really matter where we got it, but no. we did pick her up. And when she got out of the car, we're like, should we wear masks? Should we not? Like, we're like, oh, yeah. we're going to go to dinner. Let's do something. Yeah. Whatever. We get to Benihana's where we get to our table and because we have room, they set another couple at the table with us and they're probably like okay. mid thirties. What's that? Go ahead. I said, really? They set somebody that you didn't know at your table? Yeah. There's room. They do that. I guess. Not during COVID. Well, they did. Anyway, what do you do? Here's something in the background. Oh, me? What's that sound? Yeah. What was that sound? It's my jacket. Can you take that off? <laughs> Freezing in here. Oh, yes. sorry. Okay. So, um, put a non scratchy sounding jacket on. Sorry. So they are, um, sitting actually next to the girl with COVID. Okay. So probably got it too. Okay. That's where I'm going. They, um, she obviously didn't know she had COVID till the next day, but right. she didn't even have symptoms. Okay. And the only reason why she tested is because she went to a different person's house whose mom tested positive. So then they all went and got tested and that's how they knew, even though she did not have any symptoms when we went, but this couple, they ordered all this food. Like we were trying to like, April and I, who were the only two adults, like sitting there we're checking out this other couple, right? We're like, yeah. is this a first date? No, they look a little too comfortable. We're trying to like piece them together. Yeah. We're like looking at him. She's kind of like, you know, looks a little hard, like um, maybe had a little rough life. And then she's wearing like this turtleneck camo shirt. And then he's wearing like a sweatshirt, a nicer sweatshirt. He's got like a chain around his neck and he's got like a goatee beard, but he had a tattoo on his ring finger of like a triangle. Okay. And the only reason why we're like, because afterwards we're doing like all this math, like trying to figure this out, them out. So they ordered, we ordered our regular food. Then they ordered like probably the most expensive. They got the lobster tail and the steak and the shrimp and wow. all of this stuff. And that's why I was like, is this a first date? Is he trying to wine and dine her? Like going all out, you know, for Christmas right. or whatever. And then um, they ordered like some fancy drinks, you know, not beer, like really fancy, whatever cocktails. And they quickly drank those and then they go on to their second one. And by this time they're like getting kind of lovey dovey at the table. And 
And we're just like, oh, like at first they were like trying to engage in talking. And then eventually we're just not talking to them anymore. Because at one time he wanted to like shake my hand when they were introducing themselves. And I kind of did the air shake from far away. Like, I'm not going to touch your hand. Yeah. And they were kind of talking to our friend who ended up being sick that we didn't know. And they're kind of small talk. And then they kind of just start going to each other. And then, um, so they're like drinking their second drinks. And by this time, you know, we're actually eating dinner. The, The chef had left. Um, she like pulled him aside and was like, thank you so much. That was so fun. You know, as he's walking out, rolling his cart out. And then um, they go to order a, a third thing of drinks and they're like, oh, you need to finish these before we can get you more. And then he's like, oh, okay. So then she comes over. She's like, okay, I'll order them now. And by that time you should be done, whatever. So he gets a call and he gets up and he leaves the table to take the phone call. And she's just sitting there and she's not looking at us. Like, she's like, it's like, like around us, like not looking at us. And at one time she like gets up and she like kind of walks towards the back of the restaurant. Like, I think she realized she was going the wrong way. So she goes back forward, like she's going to like the bathroom or to find him, but grabs her jacket and they left. (gasps) They didn't pay their bill. No. Guess what? You got COVID. (laughs) There's your karma. Do you yeah. think they really Not that I would ever want that for anybody, but I felt like, like they kind of deserved it at that point. I don't want anybody super sick. I don't want anybody going to the hospital, but you kind of deserve that. Do you they, think they really didn't pay their bill? We know they didn't because the server came over and she's like, I knew it. I knew it. And, um, they go running outside. We go to the bathroom to see if they're under the stall. We're trying to find the girl and they totally left. Their bill was probably at 200 bucks. Oh, <gasps> um, I'm like, first of all, you're at a table with a bunch of kids. Like, this is what you're teaching them. Like, yeah. And then I'm like, you know what? You hear about this in like the movies or you joke about it when you were like 20, but you never actually did it. Oh, that's horrible. Like, honey, let's go out to dinner to Benihana's and let's just like take off. That's horrible. And it was that night where it was kind of snowy, you know? So I was like, yeah. we're like, can we see their car tracks? Maybe we could follow them. Like, we're like, is that there in the, them in their car? But they would have been long gone before we ever got there. Oh you know. my gosh, that's horrible. Okay, so your sound is really weird. You didn't turn on some freakish sound, did you? It's like you have ghost sound or rah, rah, rah. is it weird right now? My fan of my computer keeps going on. No, Can it's not a fan. It's like goes with your voice. Oh, I don't know. Well, it sounds better now, but it was just going with your voice. Well, the fan turned off on my computer. I don't know. Oh. Sorry. Sometimes if you turn off the other apps that are on, my computer does that too. Sometimes that'll stop it from doing it. It's like got too much stuff running. Yeah. Mine always goes off. Like even in the, in the middle of the night, it just turns on for no reason. Oh, wow. Huh. Um, you, uh, you make play that back and you might hear it. So just be prepared. I cannot believe those people. That's horrible. Yeah, I can't either. I think it was terrible for the kids to see that people actually do that. And um, I was kind of going to say, like, when you said they ordered all this stuff and I'm like, okay, are they going to dine and dash? I almost said that. I could not. We were like shocked. And then, of course, we're like Googling, um, you know, organ man with tattoo on his finger. (laughs) (laughs) You know, we're we were like trying to, we were, we were going to find him that night and yeah. we found nothing. And because we were Googling like Dun and Dash couples, like yeah. maybe there's a site that has like 
things like yeah. that there. Or did they call uh, the police? Because that's like $200 probably worth. They, of, did. they said okay. when we were leaving, they're like, we've called the police. And, and they didn't ask us if like, we knew anything. Like, I think we got a name from them, but it could have been a fake name. Yeah. You know, does that sound it's doing it again? No, no, it's doing it again. Anyway, that's my, uh, oh my God. drama. I mean, we just, I had another good story that happened last night that I told you I did some sleuthing. Yes. What happened exactly? <sighs> well, I'm not going to give specific names only okay. because they're in is from my area and I don't want yeah. anybody to like, and they're minors, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so yesterday we've had, um, like Lucy last Monday went to school. Okay. And it was her first Monday back after COVID. Okay. And they had to take an additional week off and it had to be cleared by the school nurse in order to go back to school. Okay. So the math, the, the nurse did all the math and she's like, she's good to go. She actually could have gone the Friday before I just kept her out to Monday. So she goes to school on Monday and then, um, Actually, this part has nothing to do with my story, but it, it goes to the point where um, I get a call from the school. on Wednesday too, because isn't that when I went in and got my nails done? So she didn't, she took the Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday off. And it, the reason okay. why is I picked her up on Monday and she said she wasn't feeling well. And I was like, okay. So I kept her home Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, because I worked on Wednesday, I wouldn't be able to go pick her up. Right. So I just kept her home. Then Thursday, she still wasn't feeling great. All right, whatever, stay home. So Friday... She goes back to school and I get a phone call from her again and she's not feeling well, but weirdly enough, it was at the same time uh, as the Monday call. Okay. So I'm like, what class are you in? And so she was in a specific class and then um, it turns out she was having an issue with a boy in that class who has been under his breath saying very negative things towards her. So okay. somewhat bullying her to where like she was so upset by it, it was actually causing like some anxiety. Yeah. And she has been riddled with anxiety this year. So I can't say that was specifically the whole reason, it's but I think he contributed it to it. And I don't think she put the two together that he was making her feel so bad. She's trying to avoid going to that class. Okay. So I emailed the teacher. I emailed her. I emailed him the text that she sent to me, basically telling me about this boy. And I'm like, this is why she's not going to class. She doesn't want to go to class because she doesn't want to run into this person. So I mentioned it to the teacher. The teacher then responds that he has witnessed this boy doing this, but he has addressed it each time. He didn't realize it had gotten to this, this, the point where Lucy's avoiding the class. So he is going to take care of that. He wanted to um, circle in the, the counselor. And I said, that's fine, but Lucy wants nothing to do with that counselor or the boy. You just handle it because you're going to handle it rationally when I wouldn't. Right. But let me do it because I won't right. handle it wrong. So he said, that's fine. And then um, last night, Lucy comes up and she's really upset because she had just sent uh, like a picture of just what she was wearing. No big deal. She looked cute um, to a, to two people, a boy and a girl. Well, that boy immediately sent it to a bunch of people. Okay. She was really upset by that. And I said, okay, well, at least you looked cute. She didn't agree with me, but I said, <laughs> so in the future, like only send things that you don't mind if they go viral with your friends or whatever. Right. So like lesson learned. Don't lesson, right. Yeah. It's a good lesson. Yeah. Right. So there's also a, um, an Instagram account for that high, that junior high. Okay. And, the, and it's a specific, um, 
an account that would post things like a picture of a boy and a girl at, or two girls or two boys and matching them together. And when they be, you can rate that couple <gasps> or they would pull, they would put, Wait, who's, who's put this up. The school hasn't put this up. It is a kid in the school. <gasps> so there was also, um, there was, it wasn't, um, it's not the post. same bully kid though, right? No, it's a different bully kid. So this other, this kid put up a picture of a girl and it was on the story, not on the post. So it's a story and it's just a picture. It doesn't have her. <sighs> and it says, um, like pretty much like rate this picture. Is she ugly AF? <gasps> and like 63% of the people voted yes. Wait, they put Lucy up on this? No, or no, a different it was girl? a different girl. Okay. Okay. So, but Lucy's picture did go get up on that thing on that web uh, on a post. And I don't know what it said. I didn't see it. But Ella then gets on and she's she's DMing the person who's on a part of this account. And she's like, you need to remove that picture and delete this account immediately. And he's like, nope. And she's like, I'm not messing around. You need to delete this account. You need to take down that picture right away. And he wrote, LOL. <gasps> and I'm like, okay, hold on. Let's figure this out. So what we did was I went to that account and I hate even telling this out loud in case somebody hears it, but this is for parents. I went to that account, um, the bad, the bad junior high account. Yeah. And I did the username and I did forget password. I, I'm not going to be able to log into his account, but it will give me a little bit of information. It will give me a little bit of an email or a little bit of a phone number. So I knew this person's phone number ended in these two numbers. Okay. So then I went to that account and I figured out who that count follows and who's following that count. What two are similar? Because that count's not following very many people. So the first person I come to is this boy. So I go to his account, put in his username, forget password, and it matches the last oh. digits. So I said, Ella, this is this person's name. So then she goes on to the DM. Hey, so-and-so, um, just so you know, I've already screenshotted this whole account. And, um, and then she sends them a picture of his parents, their phone numbers, their, um, address, his address. And he goes, dang, how'd you do that? And, um, she says to him, it's not too hard to get your IP address yeah. because we need him to know, to think that we're like hackers that we're really a lot better than we are. Okay. So but they are going to tell the school, right? Oh no. So wait a minute. Okay. Okay. You're stressing so, me out here. Like, so she tells him and he's like, kind of like, Oh my God. So he did delete everything off that account, but we already screenshotted the account. Okay. And then we, um, and he changed the name. Okay. That's fine. But I, we freaked him out a little bit because now he thinks we're like these su and I super scoopers, right? Like we yeah. kind of are in a sense where that was pretty easy. It was the first person well, to up on. And also you're like, okay, fight fire with fire here. Well, and you're good. Like, yeah. wow, that was quick. But in the meantime, I did, then I did email the principal of the school and I just said, Hey, my daughter has been riddled with um, anxiety this year. Not only was there an issue with the school counselor, then there was an issue in the math class, which the math teacher was aware of and didn't handle it accordingly to the zero bullying, um, you know, like policy that you have policy that we have at the school. It got to the point where she was avoiding class. I go, and that's not really why my conversation is like, um, so there was this other thing that had happened. And this is, um, I go, this is a picture of a girl that goes to your school. 
I go, you might want to check in on her because if she's anything like my daughter, my daughter, she's probably devastated. First of all, you need to check in on her. And then, you know, this boy is the one that was in charge of this account, gave them their name, the parent's name and all of that stuff too. Like you need to handle this. I go, because a lot of kids are suffering right now and it should not be because of bullying. Yeah. Right. That's the last thing. There's a lot of other things going on right now. So is he, how great is he? He's an eighth grader. <gasps> so this is at the junior high. Yes. Oh yeah. So uh, we just caught a junior high bully. I felt pretty yeah. so, what did the, so what did the principal say? So this was Monday. It's okay. Martin Luther King Day. There's no school today. Oh, you're right. Okay. So, so you- I sent it late last night. Okay. I included all the pictures of, of the account and the boy's account. Um, and if he needs to contact me on how I figured that out, I'd be happy to share that with him. Yeah, yeah. Ella also has the text between the two of them, yeah. which he didn't share with me because I'm sure some of the wording wasn't very nice. I think she probably ended up turning around and was very not kind to him. You got to fight fire with fire sometimes. Well, I sometimes, just- Sometimes, unfortunately, it's the bigger bully, right? And you know, those of us who have been bullied know that sometimes we become a bully because we've been bullied. And so we're like, well, fuck that. You, you either do one of two things, right? You go, ah, or you go, well, fuck you. I'm going to, you know, bully you right, bully you right back. Right. Well, I don't think he realized what it was doing to other kids. Like he's just having fun thinking it's funny. Yes. But he- those other kids on the other end are like, like obsessed by it. This is everywhere. This is, you know, what 13 reasons. These are all these shows these kids are watching. These kids know this by now. They have grown up with the internet. They've grown up with social media. They are fully aware. This kid needs a little of attention in some direction as to what (laughs) behavior. So well done salon sleuth mom. I, I applaud you because, you know, there's nothing like that to bring out the mama bear in me either. So, yeah, this, this, that's funny. Cause look at what Michelle Werther gave me <laughs> mama bear. I love it. Oh my gosh. I love it. Well, well I just want my kids to know that I support them yes. and I will fight for them, especially yes. if, cause we're right fighters, right? Yeah. I, we're going yeah, to we make are. what's right. And I just feel like that I'm like, I don't care. So like Michael, you know, he's part of the snowboard. He's a snowboard coach, right? Yes. So he's like good cop. I'm bad cop. Like I enforce the rules. So like there was a few rules that were kind of broken at the last practice, nothing like super major, but things that could have been bad. Like we don't ride alone. You never take the chairlift by yourself and you never go down the mountain by yourself. Right. And that reason is if you fall or get hurt, somebody's there to help you through yeah. that. Yeah. So you always ride in three or more. And there was one student that just was kind of riding by himself. Well, that's okay. So I said, okay, I'm going to get on the bus and then I will make these announcements. I'll make all the announcements, including there's no drugs allowed in or around our bus or our team. And because it was, Ella was in the restroom and a student had come up and I, there's all these different names now. Like we have like a few names that we probably had in high school. Now there's all these different names. You have Jewel, you have Dap, you've got, oh yeah. And you've got like all these things. And the girl says, to the other girl Ella was with like, hey, do you want to go blah, blah, blah in the bathroom? And I was like, dude, my dad's the coach. Like, like she didn't say that, but she's thinking like, why would you say that? So there are, there's some activity and I don't, I don't know if these are like, is it, like, I don't know what they're doing. Yeah. But- Jewel, what I have learned, I think is that first of all, even cigarettes is not allowed on a school sponsored event. So these are they're not old enough to have that anyway. 
Uh, yeah, but they have them. The jewels, that's what the jewels are, I think, are just nicotine, flavored nicotine. Um, I think you can use the jewels without the nicotine, is my understanding. Don't quote me on any of this. What's the point? Well, they they like, get like a pot jewel. It's like it's like bubblegum flavor, raspberry flavor, whatever. But most of them have nicotine. That's the whole purpose is to have the nicotine. But they're clearly advertised and made for children. And then the other thing is they can adapt them to put marijuana in, I guess. But that's what those kids were dying of because they were taking them and converting them. So I, I think, don't quote me on that part of it, but I think they're, they could be, you know, more marijuana in that, but they would have to convert. So it's probably just nicotine, but that's still not, you know, okay on a school sponsored event. And right. So I, I do have to make the announcement. None of this is, is allowed. And that if you are no sex on the bus, cause that's the other thing that goes on. Oh, I don't think not on our school bus. I don't think <laughs> there's no room and everyone's wearing snow gear. Ah, da, da, da. I don't know. I mean, I would be surprised, but it happens. I mean, yeah. Um, so I basically have to say, you know, if you'll get caught, you'll get thrown off the team. Your yeah. parents will not get reimbursed. The school will then be notified. And right. And and like we also we don't allow you to ride in trees. There's tree wells. If you fall in a tree well, we will not find you till spring. Right. So when right. we say no riding in tree in the trees, we mean no riding in trees. And you need to listen to your coach. So I just like I have to be the bad cop, which I don't care. Like I don't. Right. Whatever. Like, I'm not looking to be best friends with a bunch of kids. Well, my question is the kid who's writing by himself, is it because nobody's kind of being his friend? Okay, so that was another thing. I said, if you see somebody ride them with, by themselves, you include them in your group. They, they are not allowed to ride by yourself. Yeah. And so that will be the announcement is like, that just has to happen. Yeah. If you like, if you're pairing up and you see somebody, you need to just get them with you. Yeah. I don't care if you'd like them, know them. I, this doesn't matter to me. You have to. Unfortunately, sometimes it takes the coach to say somebody that, you know, will do that. Like, Hey, Ella, would you please include him in your group? Right. Because you have to know that they're not teasing him. They're not sliding him and, and yeah. kind of, you know, leaving him out or whatever. Ah, uh, wow. Yeah. So I'm well, going to be back up on Thursday. That's so the story that happened in December to me that I was all hopped up to tell you yeah. didn't end up recording. And it's been now uh, a month since what it happened. What is it? I'm going to tell you because okay. it's very similar to yours. Okay. It's the right fighter in me. So you will not be surprised about this. So we have a tradition in our family and um, it's kind of, it's, it's more like two family friends and our families have done this for over 25 years. Um, so we started this before children, we would get together and it first started out that we were, it was tree hunting, but in between tree lot or not tree lots, we go out here and we go to tree farms. So in between tree farms, we would go to a winery and we'd taste wine. So we would go, um, tree farm, winery, tree farm, winery. Well, eventually it got down to, look, everybody, let's pick a tree farm where everybody likes. Let's all get our trees and then let's just hit some wineries, right? Well, as the kids got older, it, it you know, sometimes would evolve and it was like, we'd hit two wineries, but we were like, dude, we can't drink this much. Like <laughs> this is a lot to drink. So <laughs> it evolved in the years. Well, now um, the kids are grown. 
the kids can drink themselves and the kids are like, okay, why are we stopping this tradition? Just as we now are able to drink, we want to do this. And so we were like, okay, well, let's do it this year. And also, by the way, I'll just add last year, we got a fake tree and we were like one of the two last standing people that still needed to go get a tree. So we said, okay, well, we don't need to go get a tree. Plus trees are horribly expensive here in Oregon. I mean, we used to get, our, our limit was like $25. And then like a few years ago, it went to 35. So it was all, always about finding the right tree kind of tree and inexpensive, right? So long story short, um, with COVID, we needed to make reservations. So I got on and the place that we have literally gone ever since we can remember, we don't ever remember not going there. It's called August sellers. And they have a smattering of different, um, small winemakers wine. And I called and they called me back and they're like, you don't need reservations. Of course we, we remember you guys. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And MIDI can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. It's because we haven't been there for a couple years because we had deaths in the family and COVID was last year and all that. They're like, oh my gosh, we're so glad you're coming back. And we had 11 people bring them all. Yes, absolutely. Yes. You can bring in food. Cause we always, we figured out you got to eat along the way. So we'd bring in our own food. And then the second place I had made reservations, the max you could make was six. And with those 11 people, I just want to explain to you, we've got three drivers to drive everybody. So they're not drinking. And if they are, they're just like, take a little tiny sip, but they're not tasting. We have one with dementia. He's 78 or 80 years old. And, um, so now we're what seven. And then by the third stop, my son also has left. So that, that will become important. The next place we show up and all 11 came. So in the past, we sort of, the group gets smaller because people peel off or they're like, okay, I'm leaving for the day. It's been a long day, whatever. Right. 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 And one of the couples was, um, my friend's parents, he has dementia. Like I said, he's like 80 mom, 70 something. Right. And it's a long day for her. She's wheeling him in and out with the wheelchair. I mean, like it's a long day. So I kind of figured they'd peel off. So anyways, the second place we go, it was a reservation for six. Cause that's all we could get. And I knew that we, by then we probably only have six drinking. So we did, we had six drinking or tasting, I should say. And they said, they'd give us this back room. And we're like, great. We're so thrilled, you know? And, um, so we show up and we've got 11. I'm like, I'm sorry. We do have more people. 
Um, but th there's only six of us tasting. They're like, that's fine. Come in, you know, welcome this with open arts. Now the third place, when I went on to reserve, it said that you needed to make a reservation for your whole party, including those that were not tasting. So yes, I did know this. The max I could make was five. I actually said to my husband at the time, I said, should I make a second reservation for the others? And he goes, well, by then I'm not sure everyone will still be there. Like, you know, I, we didn't want to make reservations and then take him away from somebody else. And he goes, five, honestly, is probably all we're going to have. And certainly it's the only tasters. So I, in my mind thought, well, maybe I'll make another reservation for like two more because we'll, we'll maybe lose a couple, four people, whatever. Well, I completely forgot because it was Christmas time, whatever. And we went to the first two stops and I called each place saying, Hey, we're coming. You know, we're really excited. After we went to the first place, I called the second place. I said, we're on our way. We had a great time. The first two places. And I've got my mother, by the way, I've got my 74 year old mother and I'm driving the van, the RV van. Right. And I've just got a lot going on. Like I've man, and I was a designated driver. So I get my mom in the van, we get going and I completely spaced calling them and we're singing Christmas songs. We're doing the whole thing. And you're just calling them just to say, Hey, we're coming. I would have updated them. Hey, we've got more people, whatever. My son had peeled off. He's the only one that had left. We were having such a great day. We get to the next stop and I've got the dog with me. So I pottied her, put her back in the van. Well, now pretty much most of our party has went in before me. So I get in there and unbeknownst to me, there, there's one guy and a couple girls and they had already asked, you know, for reservations. And we said, yes. And, um, the gentleman had not been so kind. He had been making faces at them in their responses that we had 11 people. And so when I got it there, they were like, okay, so you're 11. And I was like, yeah, sorry. I thought more people would peel off. You know, usually we don't have this many, but is it okay? And the two girls were like, oh my gosh, it's totally fine. Let us go out and we'll rearrange the tables. We've only got two other tastings out there because it's outside, like on their patio. You're fine. Just let us take care of it. Well, the man though, and I'm seeing his face and he goes like this and walks outside and helps them. And I'm like, okay, well, that was kind of odd. So they come back in after getting, doing whatever they're going to do at the table. And, um, the gal says, Hey, Melissa, can you come here now? I should also note that when I went on, this was the only place First of all, every other place was $10 a taste, 10 to $15 a tasting. And if you bought two bottles of wine, that was, it was a free tasting. This place, however, was $30 a tasting. And there was no discussion about, there was no comment that I saw that if you buy a certain amount of bottles, you know, your fee is waived. So I was like, and AD even said to the party, Hey, are we sure we want to go here? Like they seem kind of expensive. They gave me a full invoice, like short of putting my credit card number in. They gave you a full invoice when you made the reservation and everybody's like, oh, we want to taste their wine. That's fine. Whatever. So she calls me up and I go up there and she goes, okay, so we have, you guys fall into our large party, um, reservation and we have large party rules. Um, and the, the rule is, is that you need to buy six bottles of wine. 
And I said, oh, okay. Um, does that waive some of our tasting fees or do we still have to pay? Cause we had five tasters at this point or, and I'm starting to say, or do we still have to pay the $30 per person times five, which would be 150 plus six bottles. And this gentleman who had already rolled his eyes at, and I saw that butts in to our conversation. She was very nice and she's trying to be delicate. And I'm like, yeah, let's just talk about this butts in. And he says, well, we assume you're here to buy wine. Aren't you? I mean, that's why you're here. And Leslie, Oh, the right fighter in me. You know, my husband tells me sometimes just to shut my mouth. And so I did. I literally stared at him. I paused an awkward pause, which is hard for me, you know, and I just turned away, walked away back to my group. They heard the whole thing and they were like, what? And I was like, well, you know, here's the deal. Cause they didn't hear her part. And they go, well, so do we have to pay that by the six bottles on top of the wine tasting fee? And I said, I don't know. She didn't get a chance to answer. And you heard his, his response. And they were like, well, he's kind of rude. And I'm like, yeah, he's very rude. And they were like, well, I said, what do we want to do? Do we want to stay? Do we want to go? What do we want to do? And (laughs) so finally the girls and I, who are willing to make a decision said, you know what? No, we're not going to stay here. So just then he and, or someone comes up to see us. I don't exactly remember. Oh, it was him. And I said, well, actually we're not going to stay because we didn't like how you just treated us. And so we're going to go. And he started to interrupt me, Leslie. And I thought, oh, you little, you do not know who you're dealing with. And I said, actually, no, you got to talk. I let you talk. Now I'm going to talk. And I said, you interrupted when I was trying to find out what the deal was. And we don't like how we've been treated this entire time by you. I said, so we're going to leave. And I'm sure since it's three 30 in the afternoon and you guys close at five, I'm sure you're going to have a really big rush on bottles of wine that you can sell. So have a nice day. And I turn out to walk out. Well, apparently, well, he starts yelling, yelling, but you're rude. You're by make a res. Yes. He is yelling. Don't make a reservation for five and then come up with 11 and expect blah, blah, blah. And I turned tail and walked. Well, he apparently comes chasing me, Leslie. He's like coming towards the door. So my husband, who's not confrontational comes and stands in front of him to block him from chasing me out and yelling at me. And my friend who, you know, who went to the ghost thing, she is like standing behind Eric, you know, she's five, two, Eric, six, two, you know, and she's like yelling at him, no, yeah, whatever, but he's yelling and screaming at us. And I just turned tail and walked. I didn't, I didn't say anything more. I thought, you know what? I already did get a little snarky with him. Is he just a manager? Thank you. I don't know at this point. He actually should be thankful you brought him extra business unless they were overwhelmed with business already. Thank you. And that's it what I said so to him. crowded that they couldn't fit you in. But if it's yes. slow and they're not doing anything. Yes. Thank you. Leslie, guess what? And, and I told him this in my rant. We had already bought 11 bottles of wine that day. 11. So 
it was just irritating to us that he was so rude. It was $30 a person and you have seven people. Is it seven? Well, we had 11. I can't hear you. Sorry, I went on mute. We had 11 people and we had um, five tasters that were going to actually taste flights of wine. Um, because of the rest of the drivers or whatever. And then we probably were going to buy that money or nothing. And now he has nothing, nothing exactly. And that's what I said to him. I'm like, well, so I'm sure you're going to have a rush and you're going to sell all those bottles of wine. And, and by the way, we're going to take, well, no, I did not get his name. Um, but I think he is the, so I looked up the winery. It's, it's two words starts with it. The first word starts with an L the second word is an R and they're in Carlton, Oregon. Are you just not going to say, or you don't know? Not going to say their name. Oh no, I know the name. I'm just not going to say it. So people can figure it out on their own. They can be Salus. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, anyways. So I looked it up. It's supposedly a woman ran woman owned family business. So I think that he is the husband of one, like he's married into the family. He's a husband of one of the wives that is part of it or the daughter or whatever is what is what I think. But the girls there the girl that was trying to help me, like she was being so nice. And, you know, you could tell that she kind of felt awkward. And I was like, look, you know, don't feel awkward. Just give me the facts. Cause you know, I understand that I fully know I screwed up. I brought too many people. I know your max reservation that I could make was five. I forgot to call. I get it. Like we brought way more people. I I would have, what's the city Carlton. And I would have told her all that, like, it's okay. Just tell me the facts. Like are the six bottles in lieu of, let's see, three of the wine tastings. So like if we had five tasters, we bought six bottles that would at most places, null and void three of the tastings. Sometimes it's one bottle of wine. So I don't, I don't even know. I never found out. I honestly never found out. An L and an R. Yeah. It's two words. First name is an L second name is an R. (laughs) I'm looking it up now. I know you are. Yeah. So that happened and I was spitting mad. I just couldn't believe it. So it kind of put a damper. That was our last stop and it kind of was a bummer. And, um, so kind of bummed, bummed us all out, but we were like, well, at least we had a good, um, you know, a good two stops before that. And it just takes one person to kind of ruin it all. Though. It does. And I thought like- about like, sometimes like, and I probably said this one time and I probably shouldn't have, but I was like, you know, it only takes one customer to ruin your day. Oh yeah. It's true. And you're kind of that person. Like yeah. you just ruined it all. Yeah. And I, I fully you know, like made cringy faces when she was like, okay, you have 11. I'm like, yeah, sorry. Like I knew I had screwed up. Like that is for sure. And had they said, you know, we really like to have reservation. I would have said, I am so sorry. But the deal was, is what I felt disrespected is that he wouldn't have probably talked to a man like that. (laughs) He interrupted his staff or some staff in there who was trying to explain the rules to me. He interrupted me. And I was like, oh, hell no. Now you've really pissed me off. Like, I'm not going down that way. Super unprofessional. Super. And the fact that he chased me out. And then my my friend, who's very feisty, and I love her for it. 
she put up a review and he said that we were yelling and being vulgar. And I'm like, oh, oh no, man. <laughs> we just turned around and left and you started following us and yelling at us. And everybody was outside on the patio. So of course, when we opened up the door and he's yelling, oh, hell yeah, it got loud. I'm sure those people could kind of hear after that. But so yeah, that happened. And I really wanted to tell you in December and I'm still mad about it, but I've sort of cooled down and, you know, I did leave him a review and I said, look, I fully admit that I did some things wrong here. Oh, this is the other thing that I found out. So after we left, I found out later that when, um, the, the gentleman that who has dementia, the dad and the son-in-law was wheeling him in, in the wheelchair, they were the first ones in. And this particular guy looked at them and goes, do you have a reservation and looked them up and down? Like they were some sort of trash. And I was like, you're kidding me, right? Who is this person? Seriously? Seriously. So yeah, that kind of got me riled up in December. And I was like you, I was like, Oh no, Oh no, you aren't. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't like people like that. No. I have people crappy. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I try to give everybody the benefit of the doubt and, you know, I was going to let him know that he wasn't being polite, but I wasn't going to like go off on him until he tried to, until he interrupted me again. And I was like, you know what? I don't like that. Like, let me speak. Yeah. Just like I let you speak. So anywho, that's my story today. Well, I'm so sorry. Next up on our show, we have Suzanne Jockis. She is a professional intuitive consultant, psychic radio personality, author, and speaker here locally in Portland, Oregon. She is an amazing person. We like to call her our friend. She is on our show quarterly and starting in January. And if you like what she has to say, I encourage you to reach out to us to be put on the list for the next quarter which I believe is in the first Monday in April, and we will be taking your calls. Um, she is free for this one or two questions. However, if you would like to reach her for a full reading, you can do that by emailing her at appointments at suzannejockis.com, or you can call her at 503-655-2631, or you can go to her website, and there's a little form that you can fill out, and then she can call you back. But her website is suzannejockis.com. And a lot of her clients come to her for questions about her career or about relationships. And she just gives them a little bit of clarity um, where she can see in ways that other people can't. And she can help give them encouragement and validation. And we are so happy that she is with us today. Um, I had a little audio um, mishap. Um, so unfortunately, it doesn't sound great and I didn't get the full uh, recording. However, we do have some of it and I hope that you enjoy what you hear. Um, please follow, like, and share our channel as we just do this for fun and entertainment, but we don't get any feedback from anybody. We don't know if anyone's listening. So thank you so much for listening this far. Thank you. What was the question you asked Suzanne? Oh, oh, you mean about, oh, sorry, Annie. Um, if uh, has 
the honey tins like me. Yeah. And what did she tell you? She said most likely not. Yeah. Sorry, honey. Yeah. She said he was really good athletically and people come to him and um and then and I'm so happy that hopefully he does not have it. Yeah. But, she said he was kind of a healer. Like yeah. Come to him to ask questions and and it's yeah. that's probably nice to hear since you don't get to see him very often or maybe yeah. not I think she before. said that too, honey. I, I, yeah. I, I think she did. I, I wonder she how she did that. Too. Yeah. We don't get her talk very often. Yeah. So dogs, honey. Thank you, Suzanne, for your time. I've really. Um, so my question, um, there's a, a group of a growing community of um, people who are interested in exploring their identity and what pronoun they're going to call them themselves or if they're going to change their name or their sexual identity um and my 14 year old daughter is um becoming attracted to exploring these same questions so my question is um what do you have any information as far as what might be going through her head that's a very personal you know very personal question um what to begin with what is your birthday Absolutely. 
14, especially. But um, she's she's got a good um, like teaching skills. And uh, what what shows up alongside that is um, health and wellness. And typically, when I see those two together, it becomes a psychologist. You know, teaching people to. Um, listen to themselves and um, take better care of themselves and that sort of thing. So that combination does show up around her. Um, Architect, designer, you know, she does get, she gets bored easy. (laughs) So she does need something that kind of keeps her mind going. And so anything that's going to be the same thing every day isn't going to work for her. Does that make sense? Yes, yes, it does. Okay. Did you have a question? Another question? Uh, that was that was the one I brought today. Awesome. Uh, so Shelby, I know she gets a lot of um, things in dreams that come to her that are almost like deja vu. Things that have, um, she'll have a dream and then it and then, then it happens. Do you have any suggestions for her on how to build on that if that's what she chooses to do? Well, I always suggest a dream journal. Um, I took a class years and years ago from a Jungian therapist here in town, and it was about, you know, Carl Jung's dream interpretation. Um, and it, it was really insightful. But one of the things he said is, it, you know, to not write down our dreams it's like getting a letter from God and not opening it. <laughs> so please do keep a dream journal because what happens when we're journaling, we're actually journaling a, a dream, um, is other thoughts come as we're journaling. And that's the meat of it. The other stuff that comes as we're journaling. So you might say, I dreamt I was walking on the path through the forest and then the side. It reminded me of a, of a path I walked with my father once. You know, those kinds of things are the sort of the meat of it. So it's really important to, when you dream journal, to include not just the dream, but all your thoughts that go along with it. It's good stuff. Um, and then over a period of time, of course, you can read back over your journey. That's always good. And that's, it's a wonderful, it's also a way to develop your own intuition on a you know, day consciousness rather than sleep. Gotcha. Do you feel the more that you do that, the more like waking hours you might be able to start seeing some of those signs? Within hours? No, sorry. No, the waking hours, the times that you're awake. Do you think that um, helps yes. with that? They are when you're okay. And Car- uh, as Carl Jung said, we can interpret a leaf that falls in our path. You know, everything has an interpretation for us. Um, some people get carried away with that. <laughs> but, it, you know, everything, everything is, uh, if we're paying attention, everything is readable and, uh, and important. So, of course, we all get busy in our lives and we don't sit around analyzing everything. But, but we know when something's big, you know, it's like, ooh, that was a big dream. I really need to write that one down. Or okay. that was a big thought. I need to write it down. Because if you don't write them down, a lot of times by noon, you've forgotten it. Right. And within minutes of waking up, like all of a sudden, if you switch your mind to focus on just one thing for a moment and then you try and go back like my dreams will just start disappearing and and i'm trying like almost like reaching towards them trying to pull them in like a rope right you gotta you gotta make notes 
and nothing else. Make notes, you know, put down a few key words when you first get up so that you can go back into it because those key words will, oh, yeah, that's what the dream is about. You know, and then you can go back into it. But I always say, you know, spirit speaks to us in pictures. And actually, that's how I do readings is I see pictures. And so, but they're very gossamer. Right? Like you said, by noon, they're dissolved. And so you've got to, that's why it's important to journal. And she was she was telling me about this one dream she had, and she says it's it wasn't when she was fully asleep, but not quite awake yet. Right. It was that, yeah. So I thought I'm like, oh, that's something she needs to. That's a good time. <laughs> yeah. Well, there's also you know there were years and years ago. I mean, many hundreds of years ago, some that were inventors. I think Galileo might have been one who wouldn't he he, he knew the importance of that uh, time between. Um, waking and sleep and um so he would actually sit with uh, uh what do you call it like a steel ball in his hands and as he started drifting off as soon as his, as soon as he fell asleep his hand would release the steel ball and fall on the floor and wake him up and then he could recount what he had just dreamt or vision he had so it's it's a really powerful time Amazing. Well, I love that. Um, yeah, little tricks. It is. Should we tell everyone? We want them to stay curious. Stay curious. Stay suspicious. Suspicious. Stay open. 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 <laughs> All right, girlfriend. Today. We'll see you on Friday. What's Friday? Friday is our next recording. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh. (laughs) brain fog insomnia moodiness weight gain maybe you think they're just part of getting older but many health understands that for women over 40 they can all connect to menopause it's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience not just hot flashes MIDI clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success.